Okay. Hey everybody, how are we doing today? It's TJ back with another episode of The Journey. And today's special guest is not only my wife, but a, a phenomenal person who has had a unique experience throughout her life. My first female athlete here on the show, so she's got a lot of pressure riding on her here. Uh, hopefully I don't add too much extra pressure. Uh, is Cat, is my wife, Cat Perneta. Cat, uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you hopping on the show and, you know, give us kind of the female perspective and how the travel and, you know, sports world is on the other side of things. All my viewers or all my guests so far have been males. So it's nice to have a little bit of the female side and understand what that's like. So Kat, thanks again for for being on the show and go ahead and just dive right on in. Tell us your story. All right. Well, uh, yes, thank you for having me, uh, especially as your first female athlete. Hopefully it's not just because I'm your wife. Um, but no, so I mean, my pretty pretty much my first memory of playing sports, I was, you know, three, four years old and my dad got me started in basketball you know kind of just that peewee stuff so I remember him just taking me I don't remember if it was once twice a week and him and I just going in and doing that um that's pretty much how my you know my, my first memory of getting started in sports was basketball uh, if you anyone who knows me it was pretty much my first love and then um, I was a pretty active kid growing up. Um, you know, I, I got into t-ball, played some soccer. I dabbled in that. I uh, wasn't really a big fan of it, but I did play for a little bit. Um, but um, yeah, so pretty much, you know, started in basketball. I had a cousin who, who lived with us and he was a pretty big um, role model in my life for basketball. Kind of that's how I got really got started um, playing competitively. And uh, I remember him being a huge Tar Heel fan, um, especially with Michael Jordan going there. So that's kind of how I also became a Tar Heel fan. Um, and then, you know, for I think ages four to six, um, I mainly played t-ball and basketball. Um, I know my dad and my uncle coached our, our t-ball team. So that was like my real, I guess, competitive start in, in t-ball, baseball, I guess. And, um, and then as I got a little older, I, you know, wanted to keep playing. Uh, I would say around six to eight years old is when I got into, I guess, organized basketball. Um, I don't know what else it's called around. I don't know if it's still around now, but it was called Hot Shots back then. And I played that for a couple of years, um, you know, all girls team and um, did that just, you know, locals. I guess it's kind of like your your YMCA almost. That's uh, pretty comparable to that. So kind of that rec league and, you know, not really competitive, but me being a pretty competitive kid, you know, I, um, took everything to heart and worked my butt off. So, um, but yeah, so I did hot shots basketball. And then I also, um, after T-ball got into baseball, um, really wasn't too familiar with, with softball at the time. Um, so I played baseball with the boys. My dad was my coach and along with another guy and his son was on the team. So we were the Braves. So go Braves, um, worked out cause we are actual Braves fans. So I was, I played baseball with the boys. I was a pitcher in middle infield and, um, you know, being the only girl, of course, you know, the boys always wanted to beat me. I wanted to beat them. So I think playing with the boys is where I really started to get my competitive drive because I was always, I was always super little, um, not never the biggest on the field. And, uh, I just wanted to beat the boys. So that's how, where I can really remember my competitive drive really start to grow and build that fire. Um, so I played baseball, like I said, for a couple of years and basketball. And then by the time I was nine, my dad kind of gave me that ultimatum where, you know, boys are getting bigger, they're getting stronger. So probably should stop playing uh, baseball and, you know, you can play softball or, you know, stick to just basketball. That's it. But he really didn't want me to continue with baseball just because he knew, you know, boys, like I said, boys get bigger and they get stronger. So, um, we looked into softball and, uh, the v VGSA. So the Vancouver girls softball association, that's my dad did some research and we found VGSA and, uh, my first softball team was the unicorns. So we were purple and white. <laughs> so, uh, that was my first kind of dip in, uh, dipping the toes in the water of the softball world. Um, 
So I was nine when I actually first started playing softball and, you know, still continuing playing baseball or sorry, basketball as well. Um, but, um, yeah, so I started playing softball. This is where I, I met the Corral family. And if you're from Vancouver and know basketball, you've heard of the Corral. So that's where I met them. And, um, they were the coaches and kind of got me started into softball. And I can tell you now I couldn't hit the bright side of a barn. I, you know, everything underhand couldn't see it. Uh, I was so used to playing baseball and seeing everything overhand. So, um, I remember when I finally connected soft, like with the softball, I was super happy just because it took me forever to actually connect. Um, so that was, that was fun. Um, I ended up really enjoying it. You know, I was pretty, pretty upset with my dad making me make the switch because I was so adamant that I wanted to play with the boys and, um, and continue playing baseball, but, um, forever grateful that he did make me make that switch because obviously, as you know, worked out in the long run for me. Um, and so, yeah, I was, I was nine, 10 years old. And, um, like I said, I met the corral. So then that kind of made our way into making the transition from that rec league basketball into going into, um, select basketball. So Prairie high school, they have, um, a select basketball team program still around, um, these days. So, um, so yeah, so that's how I got into the more competitive, uh, basketball as well. So here I am nine, 10 years old playing two sports pretty competitively. And if you're familiar around here with, with Prairie, you know that they are very well known for basketball. So it was a real honor to be part of the program and be a part of such a great, you know, a great team as well. Um, so I did the Prairie select from fourth to eighth grade, um, just because obviously after eighth grade, you go into high school. So, um, that kind of, you know, made my love for basketball grow even more. We were a pretty competitive team. We um, played a grade up um, every year. So, you know, the girls that we had, we, you know, we were, we were pretty, we we're pretty damn good. Just to say that uh, we were, you know, winning tournaments pretty much every weekend. We were traveling pretty much stayed locally. We only stayed in Washington and Oregon, but that was kind of the real start to the traveling of sports. So it was a, a kind of a newer world for both myself and my parents. Um, so safe to say I kept my parents um, pretty busy, kept their uh, bank account pretty busy as well, because if you're a parent or if you play travel sports, you definitely know that that's not an easy or not, not a, a cheap, a cheap way to go, um, a cheap thing to do. <laughs> yeah. And just to chime in Prairie high school here in Vancouver uh, is a absolute powerhouse women's program. Kat kind of alluded to that, saying if you're in, from the area, you've probably heard of Prairie basketball. They have a championship pedigree. Um, I'm sure she'll get to this about league titles and what kind of records the, the high school has. But, I mean, you think of, in the college level, you think of your Dukes, your North Carolinas, like these absolute powerhouse teams that everyone knows. If you're from the Pacific Northwest, you pretty much know Prairie High School and the coaches that have come from there. So um, I'm sure it was, you know, getting into that travel scene, travel ball at that young age, it definitely, uh, definitely adds some extra pressure knowing you're going into an absolute powerhouse program. But I digress, Kat, go yeah. ahead and continue. No, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, like I said, just, you know, that was our real, a real first time getting into the travel scene. So it, I mean, overall, it was a great experience. I'm super happy that I, I was able to have the opportunity to do that. And my parents, you know, were able to support the passion that I had for basketball um, and, you know, want to do the travel. Cause like I said, definitely not cheap, but um, very grateful that I was able to meet the people that I did have the coaches that I had, um, and get to experience all of that. So, um, so yeah, so I did that, I did Prairie Select for from fourth to eighth grade and kind of in, in between, um, you know, I was in 10U and, and 12U and 14U um, softball. Uh, I did that um, at the same time. And I think, I think with me doing two sports at a time, I know some kids do three or whatever, but I think that kind of helped me kind of grow into who I was as an, uh, who I am as an adult now, you know, learning time management, learning how to juggle sports and homework, because I mean, I was a, 
a pretty good student. Um, grades were very important to me. Um, my parents weren't super, they didn't really have to kind of hover over me for homework. I kind of just had it in my head that, you know, if I don't get good grades, I can't play sports. And um, sports is something that I definitely didn't want to have taken away from me. So um, definitely think um, start having, doing, playing two sports um, helped me with that time management, especially as a young kid um, and learning that, that trait. Um, so in kind of in, in the mix of everything too, you know, doing different things from fourth to eighth grade, I had the chance to go to Spokane Hoop Fest. Um, that's typically a three on three tournament. Um, I went with a couple girls and it's in the middle of summer. And if you know Spokane weather in the middle of summer, it could be about a hundred plus degrees. So safe to say it was pretty hot. Um, I, th I think I almost had heat. What is it? Heat exhaustion. Um, but it was, it was super fun. You know, the whole, pretty much the whole town of Spoke was downtown Spokane shuts down and they block everything off and you've got courts and hoops everywhere. So it was a really cool experience to, to be a part of. And we did get first place and, um, yeah. And just, you know, playing out in the, out on the street and kind of having that old school vibe of basketball. I mean, it's, it's organized of course, but just being able to kind of do your own thing and, um, not necessarily have any plays, just pretty much just pass and shoot. So it was fun. Um, also got to do the, the trailblazers. I think we were, I think I was like maybe 10 or 11, got to do that trailblazers three on three tournament. And, um, again, did it with a couple of my friends from basketball. And, uh, unfortunately all the girls team teams dropped out. So we're kind of like, well, what now we still wanted to play. So we're like, well, screw it. Let's play the boys. And we did, and we got second place. We we're pretty, pretty uh, ecstatic about that because um, we got to play. They had the like a wooden court and um, built outside and everything. So uh, bummer not getting first, but like I said, we got to play the boys. So uh, we got second place, and we got to go enjoy the Blazers game. Got to shake hands with uh, with the team, and that was when the Blazers were known as the the Jail Blazers. We got Bonzi Will, Scotty Pippen, and everything. So. I swore that I was never going to wash my hand after I got to shake Scotty's hand. So that was pretty, pretty cool. Um, and then let's see where, where am I at? So yeah, about 10, 11 years old and then kind of, uh, went into a little hiccup. I ended up um, having shoulder surgery. I was 10. So as a 10 year old, you know, you, you play these sports, you, you go to recess, you have all this fun and then you get told that you need to have surgery on your shoulder. Um, that was pretty rough. I remember I, my mom and my dad driving me to the hospital ready to, to get ready for surgery. And I kept telling myself, I'm just going to jump out this car. It's a stoplight. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to run away. I don't want to do this. And um, I ended up having a, a hemangioma, which is a, a benign tumor, but it's essentially just a tumor of blood vessels and that grow. And unfortunately, mine was half the size of tennis ball. It was under my skin. So it just looked like I had a big bruise on my shoulder, but at the time they'd had no idea what it was. So that's why I had to have surgery because MRIs weren't, weren't showing anything. So, um, went under for a few hours. Um, they took, they ended up having to remove my whole deltoid. So my left shoulder, I, um, it's just skin and bone. Um, so they, yeah, they took my whole deltoid off and it was a, I mean, it was a, a fine recovery, um, was in a sling, obviously couldn't play sports. So that was rough. Um, had to sit back and, and watch, you know, bask my teammates for basketball and softball and, um, and play. And so, uh, I think having to experience that as a 10 year old to kind of appreciate what you have, um, that was, I guess, a good lesson to learn as well. So it made me appreciate, you know, the fact that I was able to play before and, um, you know, work hard and get back at it. Once I was healthy and my shoulder was good to go. Uh, I still remember my first practice after I was able out, after I was cleared, I was so afraid of, of getting hit or, or anything like that. And, um, I had this, you know, big scar on my shoulder and I was super self-conscious about it. I hated everything about it. Um, I hated the fact that I had to have surgery. So I, I hit it. I wore t-shirts under my jerseys. I used to just wear like my, you know, you know, the training bra and the, and the Jersey, but, um, before that, but after that, I was strictly t-shirts, never wanted to show my shoulder. Um, so that was, I, I feel like my, 
my first uh, thing to ever be self-conscious about was my shoulder. So, um, but anyway, so I recovered from that, did that whole thing. Um, and then now I think I'm into um, getting it more into more competitive softball, I guess I would say. Um, I met some girls um, just kind of just in IBGSA. I don't even honestly can even, can't even tell you how we ever really became friends just kind of just happened. Um, but I met, met the Dawson sisters, um, Brittany and Courtney, um, their twin sisters, um, met their dad, Carrie, and they were coach and he was the coach of the team chaos. And, um, I mean, one of the best teams that I could have ever been a part of great people, great family. And that's where I think, um, the love for softball really started to begin. I mean, I won't say I didn't love it before, but I think being a part of a program, seeing having a having a coach that really cares about what they're doing for their players and putting you in the right tournaments and and getting you know in run, in front of the right people, that's what kind of made the spark for softball really happen for me. Um, I mean, same for basketball as well. I mean, I had great coach, a great coach, you know, Hayla Corral. Um, she, you know was a pretty she was rough she was hard around the edges and tj you know you met hala so great woman and um she definitely knows the game she played in college and um she's hard i mean she definitely made me cry and so did carrie and you know but my parents were like well what'd you do well this is what i did well don't do that you know so they were uh, you know they were rough coaches and hard on the edges but you know it was for the best for they're looking out for their players and they were never, you know, attacking us as a, as a person. It was just at being a player at that time. After that, we're all good. So, um, but yeah, so meeting the Dawson's and then being a part of their program, starting from 12U, uh, my second year in 12U, all the way to 18U, my first year, that's how long I played with those, with that family. And um, definitely, um, you know, some of the best years that I've ever had playing softball. Um, so in the mix of, you know, 12U going into, you know, the 14U and 16U, make my way in high school. Um, I was in middle school at the time. I did three sports, track, volleyball, and basketball. Um, so that's kind of mixed in there as well. Uh, but then making my way to high school, um, my freshman year, I think it was like 2000, it was 2007, I went to Union, a brand new school. Um, so of course, you know, being a part of the Prairie program means you get to go, you're going to Prairie High School. Well, that wasn't the situation for me. Unfortunately, I was supposed to be going to Prairie my freshman year, but because Union was a, very, a brand new school and opening up in my, my, my freshman year, um, they weren't actually letting anyone out of the district unless it was for, excuse me, uh, medical reasons. Um, so I did have to go to, um, to Union. Like I said, they weren't letting anyone out. So I was kind of, kind of, I guess, forced almost, unless we moved. My parents weren't going to move just for me to go to a high school. So um, yeah, I went to Union and I played volleyball. Uh, I just played volleyball for one year just to kind of keep myself busy. Um, I played JV volleyball. I had fun. Um, great, you know, coach was super cool. She was a Spanish teacher in the high school. Uh, met some cool people on the team. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it was more just for for fun, just to kind of just stay active and everything. And then um, I, of course, played basketball. Um, pretty cool. I was the only freshman uh, to make varsity, and I was a starting point guard. So I guess, you know, hard work really paid off. You know, playing for a super competitive basketball program kind of prepped me for high school. So I remember – I'll never forget this, actually. It was the very first game for basketball – for boys or girls so our, our game was first and um there was about 40 to 50 of my family members that made the game well also because they weren't really there they weren't in town just for me it was my dad's surprise 40th birthday party but they just happened he thought that they were all there for my game so they kind of it all worked out but I remember there's about 40 50 people in my family in the stands and there was a it's a double level at, at union so stands were full and uh you have a starting freshman 
for varsity. So you can imagine the the pressure I felt, but the hype that I also felt too. And uh, it was super cool. I can't tell you if we won or if we lost. I probably probably lost. I don't know, but it was still a super cool experience to have, and uh, it's, it's something that I'll never forget. Just running out those locker door locker room doors, opening the gym doors, and just you know, Ti. What's that song called? Bring them out. Bring them out. <laughs> yeah, that was the song that we uh, we we ran out to uh, the home the home opening game. So it was a pretty it was it was fun. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I played varsity basketball my my freshman year, and uh, uh, it was okay. Um, I mean, things were kind of up in the air with you know just not seeing eye to eye with the coaching staff and everything and. Um, I, I knew in the back of my head that I wasn't going to stay at union. I already knew I was going to be leaving to Prairie. So, um, it's not necessarily saying that I went into the season, not, you know, saying I wasn't going to see eye to eye with the coaching staff. Um, it just, that's just how it happened, unfortunately. So, um, but I made it work. I, I, I played for my teammates and, um, and that was that. And then come softball time. Um, I made varsity as well. Um, and it was, it was fun, um, you know, but you're, when it comes to, you know, trying to compete with the, with the upperclassmen as a freshman on varsity, unless you're like, you're this, you know, standout player, which I mean, I wasn't, I'll, I'll say that now. I mean, I wasn't like this outstanding, you know, player. I was good, but just like, you know, not an all-star. Right. So, um, so yeah, so I didn't see, I didn't see as a lot of playing time on varsity. Um, I, I, I did, I was a pinch runner. I played some outfield and, you know, which I was completely fine with. Uh, <laughs> which I was completely fine with, but, um, I ended up, um, asking to be moved down, uh, to JV, uh, to get some more playing time. And I, you know, told the coach, hey, this is how I'm feeling, wondering if I can go down to JV just, you know, just to get some more playing time and, and see some infield. And he respected my my uh, my choice and, and how I was feeling and was totally okay with it. So I was then uh, – I then joined the JV team, and I had so much fun. Um, I loved, uh, you know, playing for the coach that I had. And, um, and it was – I got to see – you know, some playing time in the infield and just having some, you know, overall just having fun. And that's what um, sometimes the game is all about is just having fun. And uh, that's, I saw the opportunity to move down. So I did. Um, so then now moving on to my sophomore year, it is time. I'm at, now at Prairie. So I was super happy with the move. Um I mean, if you know me, I can get a little awkward at times. So just a little bit. <laughs> making friends wasn't the wasn't the easiest for me, but you know, I did know some of the players um, that I did play with, you know, growing up in the select team. So I, you know, hung out with them when I could. Um, I was that, you know, that play, that uh, that kid eating lunch by themselves, though, going to eating outside the classroom. But you know, I made it work. Made it, ha- you know, I, I I ended up putting myself out there, making some new friends and everything. And uh, I was just, you know, just happy just to be at Prairie. I was kind of over being being at Union, and then didn't play any fall sports. I was just focusing on basketball and softball. Um, but come winter time, it is basketball season and um was hoping that I could play in varsity but unfortunately you know as I'm sure you know being a transfer student uh they don't allow transfers to be in varsity unless you actually do move into the district which again my parents were we weren't going to move we weren't going to sell our house anything like that so I did play on JV uh, but you know nothing wrong with being on JV you, you still uh, like TJ mentioned earlier the school is an absolute powerhouse in basketball and um just like you know, the varsity team, the the freshman and JV team were just as strong. So I, I played JV basketball. Um, I was uh, one of the team captains. I uh, just, you know, busted my butt, worked hard. And um, so, yeah, it was it was a good season. I believe we did go um, undefeated, um, uh, you know, winning uh, uh, league, you know, league for JV. But 
um, it was, it was a fun experience. You know, I got to, even though I couldn't be on, on varsity, I did sometimes get to sit on the bench and, you know, just be a part of the team, but, um, also just cheer for them in the stands as well. So I knew that the next year I was able to play in varsity, not that it would be given to me. I would still obviously work hard for it, but I couldn't wait for my junior season, my junior year and, and be on that, you know, that, that big, in the big gym, you know, playing in front of everyone. So, and then same thing for softball. Again, don't allow transfers to be on varsity. So, played on JV, um, had a great time. Um, yeah, and then come my uh, 11th grade, so junior year, um, you know, I was still playing with chaos. Um, I We did a lot of traveling for softball. You know, we did, um, we went to Vegas pretty much every year, every year that I played for them. We uh, went to California, and then, of course, we stayed in Washington, Oregon as well. I think the farthest north we went was uh, Mount Vernon, so pretty close to the border of Canada. And then um, pretty far south, uh, I can't remember where in California. And then we went even as far as um, Colorado as well. We did go to Denver for a fireworks tournament, um, which is essentially just like a big recruiting tournament and a lot of lot of college coaches that go there too so um that's kind of where I was with softball still with chaos still competitively playing and everything and then for basketball uh made varsity did some traveling as well we went to Ember we went to Delaware and uh and New York for for a trip during winter break and obviously now I'm at this point in my life where college starts to come and play you know, do I want to play college sports? I really, I guess growing up in um, like middle school and then like beginning of high school, I really never thought about playing college sports. It kind of was just like, I'm just playing to play and staying competitive. So for whatever reason, I don't know why I never really thought of college being a thing for me to do or play um, in college. So, but going to all of these you know, different tournaments for softball and, and seeing these college coaches, that's probably like, probably we should start looking into this a little more. <laughs> I mean, my parents went to college. Um, they, you know, they unfortunately didn't finish. So this would, I would be, you know, the first for them to, to kind of experience this whole college thing. So it's kind of just for both them and myself, it was a very new world for us. Um, I mean, I knew I wanted to go to college and they, they weren't really the ones to push college on me, like saying, Hey, you got to go to college and get a degree. So maybe that's why I never really thought of it as, as a thing. So, so yeah. So, you know, junior, senior year, probably should start thinking about it. Um, you know, I got a couple of looks for softball. Uh, my, I think, I think I was, uh, what was it? I think the end of my junior year, like during summer. Yeah, it was, I got a couple of looks, um, I emailed coaches, I guess I just never really pursued them more. I, I, I think if I were to change anything, um, I know you and I, we pushed our girls when we coached them to, you know, to really email those coaches and what's the worst they can say? No, fine. Move on to the next one. Right. But, um, that's something that I never did. And I wish I, I wish I did, uh, you know, pursue it more when I, back then. Um, but but yeah, so going into, um, you know, the end of my my junior year with competitive softball was when um, the chaos decided to kind of, I guess, fold, I, I guess I would say. Um, I'm not honestly entirely too sure what happened, um, but why we did, but it just happened. Maybe I think Carrie was just done coaching or, or what whatever it was. Um, but they were just, they were done, which, you know, fair enough. I mean, you know, and you and I both know it's a very hard decision to, to say, you know, Hey, we're going to take a step back and, and, you know, focus on our families or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, so they did. And it was, it was pretty rough for me. Um, I was pretty emotional about it because I had been with these, with, with these girls from, you know, my second year of 12U all the way to my senior year. So we're looking at about six, seven years you know, worth of bonding and, you know, playing and traveling with these girls, um, and being really competitive. So here I am senior year, um, actually did not, I decided to not play basketball. Um, I, 
uh, did running start and I was asked to, which is kind of weird, to not do running start to focus on basketball. So it's kind of an odd thing for me to, as a, as a student, as a, as a, a student athlete to have a coach ask you to not attend college classes, but to focus on basketball. So I was like, I just, you know, I was like, no, I'm going to continue my school. Um, so that's where that, that it was, it was rough though. It wasn't easy. Um, uh, definitely had some emotional nights in my, my, in the living room, wishing that I was, I was playing basketball, but I knew in the long run, you know, I wanted to go to call. I, I, at this point I wanted to finish my college degree, um, getting my AA, doing running start. Um, so that was more important to me than, than, uh, than playing high school basketball. So senior year didn't play basketball, did play softball. So that was, that was fun. Um, as we're getting closer to senior night for softball, it's like, okay, we're going to do senior night. What are we going to tell, you know, people, you know, where are we going? What are we planning on doing? And I was like, shit, I don't know what I'm doing. But, um, fortunately enough, I was actually able to, uh, to meet the Clark College basketball coach, Nancy Boone. Coach Boone, <laughs> coach. coach Boone, amazing lady, super funny, great coach. Um, I actually got to meet her. Uh, I don't even honestly know. I think I met her on campus, and um, I I did a couple open gyms with them. And you know, she didn't have any money at the time to give to me for school, which was you know totally okay. Um, she but uh, talked to her about walking on and you know trying out, and that was my plan. I was like, well, that's what I'm gonna put on my uh, senior night then. Is uh you know, go to, go to Clark and, uh, finish my AA and play basketball. So that was it. That was kind of the decision that I, I made. And, uh, like I said earlier, I mean, really didn't think about playing college sports at all. It really wasn't just like a thing for me. I just was just playing to play. Like I love being competitive and, uh, meeting, meeting new people, going different places, keeping my parents busy. Um, but yeah, that was, that was, the, that was it. I was going to go to Clark for basketball. And then I graduate. I'm getting ready to, you know, getting all my classes ready for Clark and uh, find out that Coach Boone is retiring and um, they got a new coach and decided I did not want to play for that new coach. Um, And it was, you know, I was so set on Coach Boone being there and I wanted to play for her. And uh, it was rough hearing that she was gone and she was leaving. And so I was like, "Eh, well, I'm just going to go to school. And, you know, I'm fine with it. Um, you know, it was kind of just a, a thing that was going to happen. I was going to play basketball, but if I don't get to play, then I don't get to play. Um, and then my neighbor at the time, um, Jamie Henderson, she was on the Clark softball team and was just like, hey, why don't you just come play softball for us? We're looking for players. Okay, cool. And so got the coach's number. Um, his name is Ty, Coach Ty, and got his number texted said hey come out to practice I did an open practice and he's like all right I can give you uh I can give you a scholarship cool let's do it I'll play some softball if I get to I get to get some money to go play so I ended up that's how I ended up uh going to uh or uh, being a part of the Clark um softball team um <laughs> the team was interesting <laughs> as to you, say the least as you know um you know Clark being community college and the very uh wide range of ages we had uh, our starting pitcher I mean hey kudos to her you know we had a, a our starting pitcher she was 30, 34 at the time we also had a um I think like a 50 year old on our team as well um honestly though I mean she she did she did get innings I will say that she did get innings um, but at that time, Clark softball was also not very good. Um, uh, we, we needed numbers just because of ti- more so for title nine as well, because if we didn't get numbers on the team, then that meant that then baseball would have to either cut guys or whatever it was. I don't, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I was cutting. Yeah. They yeah, had to cut yeah, guys. We would have to cut our, the baseball roster would have shrunk by two or three guys. Um, if softball didn't have at least like 11 or 12 players on their roster. So we, we even had to help and be like, Hey, you look like you're semi-athletic. You don't even have to like the game. <laughs> just, put your name on just, the roster. just be on the team and don't go to practice. Don't do anything. Just please. So <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So, um, but you know, we were able to, you know, get enough names and, uh, 
yeah, so I joined in, in fall of, of 2011, and um, then in December is when we met. Um, I, you know, went into, went into the school saying, hey, going to play softball, going to go to school, keep my head down, that's it. And then this guy pops up. <laughs> we uh, we met at a basketball game that I actually wasn't even supposed to go, not, not supposed to, that I wasn't even going to go to. Um, I was a homebody, you know, just pretty laid back and homebody. And my teammates were just like, okay, get up. Let's go to this game. So I got dressed, got in my car and went to Clark and the rest is history. <laughs> I met you and uh, yeah, one of uh, the best, one of the best nights that I didn't let you know that ever to happen to me. And I met the love of my life without even knowing it. So pretty cool, I guess. Um, so yeah, so then um, so I played softball, uh, got, you know, spring, spring going into spring of 2012. Um, it wasn't the best record, but, you know, I was playing, I was playing softball. I was having fun. Um, another chance to, you know, to keep in shape, stay competitive and, and play a sport that, that I, I and genuinely did love. You know, I, I love the, the game of softball. So it was just fun to, to still play. Um after that, um, so like I said, I did running start. So I was mainly just going to school um, to finish my AA. I was 12 credits short. I got that my fall quarter. So, I mean, I was actually just, you know, going to school just to go to school. And then I had the chance to play. So um, I got my AA and that was it. I was done with softball. Softball's over. Um, now what? So wanted to continue my schooling. I was really interested in going into physical therapy, athletic training. I mean, I, mean, I, I guess which athlete isn't? <laughs> I feel like a lot of athletes are pretty interested in going into physical therapy and athletic training. Um, so I ended up going um, and applying to Oregon State University, got accepted, um, had my dorm all set up and everything. Everything was good to go. And as I'm sure a lot of you know, school is not cheap, um, especially if you are out of state you know, that, that tuition does go up a little bit. My, I mean, my dad was looking into pulling out of his 401k just for me to go to school and, you know, it ended up just being too much. Um, like I had my whole schedule, you and I made a trip down there, you know, got all my books and everything. And then as it got closer to school, um, starting, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do this. Like, I can't, like, it's just way too much money. I can't afford this. I'm not trying to be, you know, hundred K in debt by the time I'm out of school. So, let's just, you know, go somewhere a little more local. So I ended up, um, uh, attending Portland State University and that was, uh, a big, um, culture shock when, uh, you know, going into a university, it's a little different than community college. So, um, I, I went for a quarter. I did, you know, all the prereq the prereqs for, for physical therapy, um, bombed, absolutely bombed the classes, uh, did physiology and anatomy AMP. Yikes. <laughs> um, yeah. I, so I was like, well, then maybe this isn't for me. I mean, I, I did like the classes, but I liked the anatomy part, but not necessarily the physiology part. So I'm like, well, shit, I don't want to do this anymore. So I finished the quarter, <laughs> got the worst grades of my life. Mm -hmm. Saw my first, uh, <laughs> my first D or no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I got a D in uh, in anatomy and an F in physiology. That was uh, not fun to see. So, especially because I was so used to getting A's and B, well, A's and A minuses, a couple B's here and there. But, uh, but yeah, so I was like, well, this is not for your girl here. So, um, talked about it and uh, went back to Clark. Well, I'm going to change my major. I remember you and I talked a lot about it, and I, I you and I, um, I remember having conversations like on what you wanted to do and I know you were into communications and, and journalism. So oh, let me give this a try. I actually ended up being pretty good at it. Um, I liked, I liked writing. We did the newspaper class and everything. So I was like, yeah, I, I like this. I'm going to go into this, uh, into this major and like, thankfully I already had my AA. So it's not like I had to like change anything up. I already had the degree. So it's just, I guess now just taking classes focused on um, journalism and communications so I did that and I was like, well, I'm going to go back to, I'm going back to Clark. I technically have another year of eligibility to play. So 
Um, so I did. So I, I talked, I remember I talked to coach, to coach Ty and as I gave him, you know, the story of what happened and I was pretty much asked, you know, can I join your team? Can I join the softball team again? Um, fortunately enough, he did have scholarship money. So here I am again, receiving some scholarship money to play softball and play the sport I love. And, um, super lucky super fortunate i was able to to do that because i know anywhere else probably come back like not kick rocks (laughs) but uh no it was good um i had a great year great sophomore season i got uh first team all southern region so that was cool i was playing shortstop and um this is kind of where my next journey began where uh getting getting recruited uh to go to aib and um like I'm if for those that have listened to TJ's story um in that first episode kind of told you the little snippet of what happened um but just kind of go to circle back to it we were we had a, a tournament or an NWAC tournament in was it Chehalis mm-hmm. yeah Chehalis there at the sports complex and um before this like a week or so beforehand TJ had got recruited for AIB College of Business in Des Moines Iowa for a brand new program he told me all about it and I was like oh that's great you know super cool opportunity that'd be awesome you know what are you gonna do I, like, ah, I don't know I don't know yet well go to this fast forward to go to this tournament that I'm at my parents and brother are there TJ his parents um, are watching it's also my mom's birthday which is super cool and TJ notices coach Jones we didn't know her at the time but this coach Jones and that logo the same logo that he you know, saw when, Co- when chat, when coach Harris recruited you told his mom and <laughs> Vanessa made her way and kind of finagled her way in to, to come watch me play. And, um, coach saw my first and only college home run, gave that ball to my mom. It was her birthday, like I said, and, uh, made some pretty dope, uh, diving plays. And that, that's that. I mean, yeah, got, um, coach Jones talked to my parents, gave them the, gave them the pamphlet and, it was great. And so once we got that, my parents, so after the game, you know, celebrated whatever, get home. And my parents hand me this booklet, this pamphlet that coach. Did you not know about that? No. You didn't. Oh, no. You thought I knew. Yeah. I I mean, it makes sense that she came over right as the game ended and no, I, I never met her. I didn't hundred percent was like, we'll pay 75% of school. I totally, I, there. I totally thought you were. No, I wasn't there. I had no idea until I got home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not meet, I did not meet coach Jones in person until we moved there. Wow. Yeah. I was only, it was only over the phone. Um, but yeah. And uh, so yeah, my parents give me all this stuff and like, well, here you go. I'm like, all right, cool. So, I mean, my parents, you know, my parents, I mean, they're not like, yeah, go ahead and take this opportunity. We want you to move across the country. I mean, they're not. With your boyfriend <laughs> of two years at the time. Like, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. They weren't like the first to jump at it and tell me like, yeah, you should go. Um, it was, it was a long conversation, I would say. But I mean, at the end of the day, your kids getting free money to go play a sport that they love, you know, continue their education. And, um. I think obviously my mom was more supportive of the idea of me going than my dad was. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but um, I mean, it all worked out. Right. So we, we decided to move. We, you know, we signed our LOIs and we're, we're set. Um, I think my, as we got closer, my dad was a little more accepting and, you know, knowing you were a great guy, you weren't just gonna leave me the dumps over there. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have, but you didn't. Um, and so, yeah, that's how I kind of got introduced with, um, to AIB and the whole state and coach Jones did a great job at selling, you know, the school being a part of a first time program, you know, starting a new program. Um, she, she did a lot of recruiting here in Washington state. So, you know, having a bunch of girls from over here making it a little more familiar, um, over there, which is super cool. Um, but yeah, so we moved in August of 2013 and that's kind of how, that next journey for us, uh, began. And, um, I still remember our first practice, it was 6am and it was like 95 degrees. And I'm like, why the hell did we move over here? Like I, I, I was done like running, you know, lines and poles and 95 degree weather. And I'm like, what was I thinking? 
But I wasn't the only one thinking that. With all us Washingtonians, were, <laughs> we were all like, what is this weather? None of us are used to this. Um, but I will say those two years, my junior and senior year, absolute best time of my life. If I could go back and re- not change a thing, not change a, a thing about it, just to relive those memories and those moments, I, th- I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, just, you know, the people that we met over there, I've met some of my best lifetime lifetime long friends I mean shit two of them were in my our wedding like that's how that's how close we we, uh I guess our wedding (laughs) that's how close uh we you know we we got as a team uh we we did um you know a ton of uh you know giving back to the community coach Jones her philosophy behind the game of softball is you know um, how we represent ourselves on the field is how we should represent ourselves off the field. So we did a ton of giving back to the community. Um, we did a ton of team bonding. I think that's what made our team so special and made me really appreciate the the game of softball because it was more than just a sport. I mean, fortunately, you know, you know, unfortunately, they're not there aren't as many pro opportunities for women as there are for men so I knew for me once I was done with college softball I was done right I mean yes there's professional softball for women it's not the biggest opportunity though for you know for your average player I I would I guess I would say so I really tried to make the best out of my last two years of playing softball the best that I could um, you know, I was, I got voted, you know, to be team captain my senior year, um, uh, which is super cool just to kind of have that respect from your teammates and everything. So we did a lot of traveling, um, experienced homesickness, which is pretty normal, um, especially because I'm so close, you know, with my mom and dad. So, um, but I would say it, having you and Casey over there definitely made it a lot better. Um, that homesickness definitely didn't last as long as I, I thought it would, but, um, but yeah, so we were at AIB for two years. Uh, we did a bunch of trips. We got to go to to um, Minnesota. I've got to play in the dome over there. We got to go to Cocoa Beach in Florida, which was a road trip. So that was a, a fun experience, especially the best part, getting tan, <laughs> coming back uh, uh, to school, super tan. So that was fun. But met some you know great players, saw some saw some really good softball players played played against them as well so just a very eye-opening experience as well um playing in the midwest and getting to travel to the east coast and everything and, and just seeing a bunch of different things um you know as an athlete and as a, as a you know as a person and getting to um see all that so um so yeah and then you know come senior year um you know we um you know just now in that mind state, okay, last year of softball really make this one count. And we had a better year our senior year than we did our, our junior year, um, you know, to say the least. And uh, unfortunately, we we were one win away from making it to the was it the regional tournament. Um, so it would have been huge, especially as a second year program to make it to that regional tournament, especially because all eyes were on us being the newest program. Everyone wanted to beat us. I don't know why. I mean, we're brand new. So um but yeah so we were one went away and fortunately we didn't make it but um but yeah that was it was a pretty pretty hard pill to swallow you know just kind of realizing that um that I was done you know cleats were hung and that was it but you know I had a ton to look forward to after that I mean we got engaged our senior year senior night so that was pretty fun I was completely and totally oblivious to everything (laughs) Um, all my teammates knew, my coaches knew, the entire school, uh, knew. everyone knew. I still remember getting phone calls the day before because your guys' game got canceled because it was raining and had people calling like, Hey, what is the baseball game still on? I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, why are what? Like, just cause my boyfriend's on the team doesn't mean I know everything, which now it makes sense because they were like, she get engaged. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so even though supper was done, I had a ton to look forward to. We, uh, we weren't talking about the wedding anytime soon, but, you know, just, you know, having the fact, you know, knowing the fact that we were going to be getting married after college and everything was a good thing to look forward to. So, yeah, I'm done with softball and um, time to kind of, I guess, grow up and become an adult and find a job and all that fun stuff. And 
in my mind, you know, sports are done. Now let's just move on with my life. Didn't really have any, uh, I guess, inclination to like coach or anything. Like, I was just like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm good. Like I did my time and I played from, you know, when I was four all the way until I was 21. I'm, I think I'm good. Um, which I don't even know why I have that mindset, to be honest. Like, I don't, it kind of sucks that I wasn't that mindset that I was just completely done. So kind of kick myself in the, in the back, in the butt for, for thinking that way. But I mean, it is what it is. So I got a job. We were still in Iowa. You were traveling for baseball. So I was working, I worked for Apple for, uh, just, just under, just under, under a year. Um, so did that. And, and then, um, come 2016 was when I decided, you know, Hey, like I want to go home. Like, I'm just, you know, you're out and, you know, out playing baseball and it was just Casey and I, and I just want to go home, you know, go see my friends, be with my family. If, you know, he's going to be traveling for baseball, which is great support it, but I, I don't want to be here by myself anymore. I'm just, I'm done. So decided to move back home in April, 2016 and got, (laughs) was unemployed for a little bit. Um, which that was not fun to deal with, but I finally got my quote unquote real adult job, um, in July of 2016, uh, got my first office job was, you know, I was there for four years and, um, I would think it was after my first year is when I then got presented with the opportunity to opportunity to coach. I was like, huh, coach some softball and Mariah Dawson had texted me. She was now the head coach for Prairie Softball. And she just messaged me, like, hey, you want to coach softball? I'm like, I didn't, I, I saw the message and I, I, w- I won't lie, I kind of ignored it for a little bit because I was like, do I want to coach? And I remember talking to you about it, talking to my parents about it. And, and I would say both parties were very supportive of the decision. Like, why don't you coach? Like, you know the game. Like, why don't you just do it? And in my mind, I'm like, I know how to play. I don't know how to teach it though. I don't know how to coach it. Like, I just want you to do it already. Like, feel the ball, but just do it. Like, why do I have to teach you the? Right. You know what I'm. It's. I don't know what if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was the part that I struggled with. Is I don't know how to tell these people or tell these kids this is how you do something. Um. But I also remember being excited about being asked to coach. I remember even texting Coach Jones. Um, about it saying, Hey, um, I got asked to coach. I think I'm going to do it. And she was a a huge, um, she doesn't know this, but a huge deciding factor on why I actually decided to coach was because of how she coached us and how, and what kind of mentor she was to me. And I'm sure the rest of my teammates, um, was that she was more than a coach. She was, you know, a life mentor, um, a great friend. Um, so that's, I was like, well, do I want to be that to someone? And I was like, I kept asking that to myself. And I said, you know, I do. I want to be that to someone. Maybe I can, maybe I won't be. Fuck it, let's give it a shot. So gave it a shot. And I ended up coaching uh, just one season. Being a coach is very time consuming, especially when you have a full-time job. Um, so, but I did coach for a season. And um, during that time, I was then asked to coach basketball. I'm like, well, shoot. This is a new one for me. I haven't played basketball in years. Um, but Hala was now the coach at Prairie uh, for basketball, and they needed a, a C-team coach. So she asked if I wanted to coach C-team. I was like, you know what? Let's do it. What's, you know, what, there's nothing to lose here. Like, let's, let's, coach, let's coach basketball, too. I was very nervous, though, because coaching softball versus coaching basketball, it's so different. I mean, in basketball, you are constantly thinking, what play is next? Who, like, you, you coached with me, so you know. It's mentally exhausting because you're going back and forth, back and forth. And so, um, so yeah, so definitely coaching um, a sport that pff, I love so, so much. Um, but how do I do this now? <laughs> Thankfully, they gave us the, I mean, she gave us the tools, you know, gave us the plays and everything um, to, to do, to do that. Um, so that was fun. So we did, I, I did that for two seasons. You helped me for the second season, um, which was a lot of fun. Both seasons, I believe we went undefeated in league. A mm-hmm. uh, lot, we lost, I remember losing to Camus, but they, they weren't a part of league, but so, yeah, so I think 
giving back to the sports that both gave me so much, so much to me, giving back to them meant a lot. Um, and then I was done coaching. We were done coaching at Prairie because then we decided to do the facility and uh, open up our own business and then getting into that kind of coaching. Um, you know, we started our own business. We uh, started out with just our team. We met our girls um, in 2017 because of Ambra. So that's how we kind of got started with with the Raptors and with the Invader, transitioning into the Invaders. And coaching the faci- coaching at the facility, having our business, having those girls made me, I guess, appreciate and um, be very grateful that I did, I, I did start coaching and I was given the chance to coach. Um, you know, going back to my senior year and graduating and asked me to be coach, I'd be like, no, you're crazy. I'm not doing that. But now thinking about it and being a coach at Prairie, you know, for softball, for basketball, going into our business and coaching those girls um, definitely changed, I would say, my our, I mean, my life for the better. Um, meeting those families, meeting those girls, um, really, um, you know, giving back to the community, giving back to, the, I guess, the next generation of athletes. I mean, they're going into college now, which is crazy because we met them when they were, what, 14? 13, 13 14. 14 years old, and now they're going into college and um, just kind of going back into when we were that age or when I was that age and, um, you know, having, you know, I'm sure, you know, my coaches were in the same position, giving back to the future athletes. And now it was my turn to, so just having the opportunity to, to do that definitely meant a lot. And, um, I guess is really a part of, you know, being an athlete is you play and then you coach, you know, if you have the opportunity to, because you can, and, um, just giving back. So I'm definitely very, very grateful that we, that we got to coach together, meet, meet who we did. Um, it was a bummer, you know, and a very hard decision to step back from coaching, but of course having Ella, um, come into our lives and very grateful, you know, that we were able to have, you know, start, you know, start our family, you know, buy our home and everything, um, and watch her grow into she, who is, who she is now. I mean, she's almost two years old, so definitely got a lot of growing, but I think, stepping back from the coaching world um, has given, has definitely opened my eyes to one really missing being on the field with, you know, playing, but also enjoying my time that I have with our kid. will kid will, and then our future kid coming. Um, and then hopefully, you know, one day getting back on the field and being able to coach them again, or even, you know, being a parent in the stands and cheering them on and keeping score or whatever it may be. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, so that's where I, that's where I am now. Um, you know, still into sports. We watch sports every day. We talk sports every day. I think that's just a natural athlete in me and, um, definitely hope to instill that competitiveness and, um, into our kids. And I mean, if they don't want to play sports, it's fine. I'll be sad kind of, but, no, it's not. <laughs> um, but I mean, if they're going to be around it and everything and we're, we're pretty, you know, active in sports and all that stuff. So I think, I don't, I don't think we'll have an issue with that, but, um, just that's where I'm at now. That's where, you know, living our life, you know, working and, um, you know, supporting each other, supporting our family. And, um, that's pretty much, I guess, my journey of, of an, being an athlete <laughs> from four years old to 20 almost 29 so that's that's pretty much it yeah um so what's next what do you what are you in what are you envisioning for yourself moving forward besides, um, besides kid number two <laughs> due in june um i guess for for me personally i would love to get back into playing um, you know, after, after Milo's here, you know, taking that time off the course to recover, but then to get back into that shape, I, I want to, you know, we have city leagues here. I want to play basketball. I want to, you know, go back to playing, you know, slow pitch, you know, co-ed and women's and all that stuff too. It's kind of what the, the old timers do is play slow pitch, but you know, it's fun. It's still competitive, but for me, you know, of course, raise my family, but also take care of myself. Um, and get back into that shape and, and hope to, you know, be back on the court and play and everything. So that's kind of, you know, I guess what's next for me is, is to do that for myself. Cool. Well, 
Kat, uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for not only being the first female um, on the show, but also being my wife and mom to Ella and soon to be Milo Ismael. Um, so again, thank you so much for being on, coming on the show, sharing your story. I know you're not one to really like to brag or talk about themselves in general. So thank you for, for letting us in a little bit on your journey, um, from the female perspective and any final words? No, thanks for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for today. Hope everyone had a wonderful time listening along to Kat give her story and her journey. And until next time, peace.